Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor, presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Florida Man Friday, March 20th, 2020. Uh, the lockdown turn-up movement is continuing uh, as long as this coronavirus lockdown continues. Buy the t-shirt, support Meals on Wheels, coronavirus response to get safe and clean food to the needy the entire time the virus is going on. Watch the lockdown turn-up, live stream tomorrow night. Do it. We'll talk more about it later in the show. Tonight, Boys, how tonight, you doing? tonight, 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 Friday night, tonight, three twenty. Yeah, yeah, baby. Uh, we're doing good. That was a good, good morning. I think that that guy got a little bit under your skin from the voicemail. Yeah, he, he threatened did. you a little no, bit. No, 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 no. I, I've been, I've been. Ch- I don't know about under my skin. I lit a fire on my ass. Right, baby. right. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I appreciate. I respect the competition. Yeah, I appreciate I, it. I don't think you're mad at the guy, but iron I, think, I think you're iron. a little bit intimidated. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. All right. That was a nice good morning. <laughs> Does iron sharpen iron? Uh, yes. That According to the Denver Broncos, yes. Okay. Well, why the fuck would they say it otherwise, right? I don't know. I've never heard that saying in my life. <laughs> it makes, makes sense. Uh, well, the Super Bowl champs. Me either, Pat. Uh, <laughs> Super Bowl champs, when Von Miller won the MVP, that was their uh, slogan for the year. <clears throat> iron sharp. Okay. Smart guy. Anyway. Wears glasses. Anyways, tonight we've got it's hat it's hat night. If you haven't if you're gonna watch a YouTube, we're all wearing hats. Uh, tonight we've got three rounds of Florida Man stories, followed by a lightning round of other headlines worth mentioning. Uh, sorry, today some we record at night. Okay, it's Friday morning. Yeah, Let's yeah. get it going. The order is West, Pat, myself, and then Mark West get us going. All right, guys, uh, not everyone handles the coronavirus as well as we do here at Hard Factor. It's scary. Uh, it's stressful. And if you are already insane, it can certainly send you send you tumbling over the edge and into a jail cell. And that's what happened to Florida man in Lee County. 24 year old Joseph Newell, who, judging by his mugshot, which you guys can see right there. Um, well, it was yeah. uh, it was any day for Joseph. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, this was coming. This is going to be a trend. This is going to be a trend <laughs> yeah. in all of our in a he, couple of them. Today. I'm confused because yeah. the, the mugshot looks like Joseph just took a bong rip, but he's he took it at the station. So there's no way he just took a bong rip. Yeah, it looked like he took a bong rip while doing a headstand because he's got like a bloody scalp. On right. The top. A in hell. In hell. Like well, we'll, in the seventh circle of hell. Yeah. He took yeah. a bong rip in hell. <laughs> we'll get I've, to that. I've gash. never seen I've never seen dreads in a beard before. <laughs> I have. We'll, we'll get to that gash. So what, what Joseph did is about the most disgusting thing a man can do to a woman. Uh, you guys have any guesses? Let's hear what's going on in those brains for old Dusty Tex. Ask uh, her age. Uh, <laughs> liquor butthole. I was thinking like sexual assault. Yeah, along those oh, lines. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. All right, well, no. Actually, what Joseph did is he beat the shit out of a pregnant woman because he thought she was infected with the coronavirus. Um, so, yeah, my, yeah, my mind didn't go there. Sorry, Wes. Yeah. Sorry. So apparently mistaking the symptoms of Corona, which are fever, coughing, panic, look to that of pregnancy, which is glowing. Yeah, vibrant. Also, wait, wait. You also huh? didn't clarify she was pregnant beforehand. So I didn't. That was a little bit of a bait and switch there. Certainly was. Well, um, okay, so, yeah, okay. the the uh, the uh, the, you know, the. The symptoms of, of pregnancy, which are glowing, vibrant, and large abdomen, easy mistake for Joseph. Um, so mm-hmm. Joseph thought he would take it upon himself to protect the rest of us by straddling the woman and attempting to strangle her to death. Okay, um, so that, that was my next question. He didn't beat her with a stick because if someone had corona, it would seem that if you wanted to beat well, them away from you, you did. Did he have stick, gloves on? Surgical gloves. Surgical I don't. Gloves? I don't think this guy's owned a pair of gloves in his life. Um, well, then it was a mistake. He should not have come within three feet of her. 
He sounds yeah. like a holistic doctor trying to cure her with something that's never going to work. Well, if you just take one look at him, you know he's, he's not he's not right. So um, luckily someone heard the woman's screams and police arrived in time to pry Joseph off the woman and handcuff him, at which point Joseph went to his patented I'm angry at the world move and beat his own head into the pavement, which is where oh, the gash yeah. came from. There you go. Yeah. Um, police said the man was surprisingly not intoxicated when the attack took place. Just kidding. Uh, he was very intoxicated. Um, <laughs> looks like he was locked down, turning up big time. So he's uh, in jail waiting trial, and someone is probably in charge of making sure he swallows all of his pills. Yeah. Love that. I mean, you know, you always know, like, when somebody starts beating themselves, that's somebody who needs... Who needs some like uh, attention, me- mental att- like they need to go, they get checked in somewhere from. But the, yes. the woman is fine. Do we know is is everything okay or no? Yes, the woman is okay. She escaped, um, you know, per- pretty much unharmed, but very very scared. I imagine she'll be she'll be she'll be locked down inside well, for a while. It's good. I always think unharmed. I always think that like the people that bash their head in when they're mad at themselves or mm-hmm. disappointed or whatever, like. I think that makes it worse, though, because that then it's going to well, happen again sooner. Of course, right? it you makes damage it worse. your head. It's like it's like a well, snowball yeah, you're, effect. You're CTEing right. yourself to make yourself more violent. It's yeah. like no, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think it's a considerate. It never helps. Thing. They're, they're doing the considerate thing because they're doing what everyone wants them to be doing, which is taking themselves out. All right, guys. So tonight, tonight, not tomorrow night, not next week. Tonight, we're doing a live stream. Where we're it's called the Lock Up Turn Down Power Hour. And it's going to be on the hard factor. What do you call no. it? What are you, dyslexic? What'd you call it? What What'd you just uh, say? Opposite turn up and lock down. Lock down and lock turn down, up. Lock turn down, up. turn up. That's what, what you're, you're, you're down up. first. You did, you'd go down first, lock it down That's first, what I said. then you turn it up. No, no you, you did not. No, you, you said lock up, turn down. Yeah. Well, I do have dyslexia. Thank that, you for bringing lock that up. Lock up, turn down <laughs> is like, lock up, turn down is like uh, if you were a maid. And you're gonna have sex with somebody. Well, if you were a maid in jail, mm-hmm. you lock up. Or then like you turn the guy down. in the last story, he's locked up and turned down. Yes. Yeah. Let me start over tonight. Yeah. Tonight. 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 We're doing a live stream lockdown turn up power hour on the Hard Factor YouTube page at 8 p.m. Eastern. So we're gonna be joined by Vice President of Football Operations, PFT Commenter, and we'll be checking in on how the rest of Barstool staff is turning up while they're locked down. We're gonna have guest mm. appearances from Big Cat. Hank and Rhea, uh, Kate, Marty Mush, Large, and more. Uh, so make sure to tune in. If you haven't already, you should subscribe to the Hard Factor YouTube page now so you can, get, power hour. You, yeah, you can get notified when it goes live. Get eight beers and a shot glass. Put those beers on ice. Uh, it's going to be seven, about seven and a half beers you're going to consume within that hour. Uh, and buy a lockdown and turn up shirt on the Barstool store. This is the shirt that we're launching. 100% of the proceeds go to Meals on Wheels, an organization that gets meals to disabled people and seniors, uh, especially needed at this time uh, of coronavirus and seniors not being able to go outside. It's super important. But turn up with us tonight it's on the lockdown. Be, it's going to be fucking awesome. All right. So somebody uh, left a voicemail yesterday on yesterday's show saying that they wanted to watch us be fat on camera. Well, guess what, buddy? Uh, I lined up a restaurant here in Reno that's going to hook me up with, like, just a billion Cuban sandwiches, and I'm just going to eat them all. I'm just going to eat, like, 12 fucking sandwiches while I drink, like, eight beers in that hour. And, yeah. uh, you, you Wes, how, watch me how are you doing the power hour? Uh, Will's yeah, doing food. Well, so I'm still staying off the booze, so I've decided to, uh, you know, try to join in as best I can. I'm not going to just do like non-alcoholic beer. I'm going to do milk. I'm going to do a shot of milk every year. Holy shit. That's a challenge. Yeah. How many ounces is that total of milk? Oof. One and a half. Two months. 1.5 times six. 80 ounces of milk. 90, right? 80 to 90 ounces of milk. Yeah. I'm going to do 1%. I figure I'll do in between. I'm not going to go pussy and do skin. That's like like 12 cups of milk, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I'm absolutely going to puke. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> also, guys, we want to know how you're turning up during this lockdown. So tweet or Instagram what you're doing to turn up with the hashtag hashtag lockdown turn up. And we'll feature some of your uh, some of your photos or videos on the show. Again, that's tonight at oh, 8 yeah. p.m. on YouTube. Hey, hey, yeah. Somebody was saying they wanted they wanted to be an intern for, for BNN and, and Hard Factor. You, here's what you do during this lockdown. Send us all of your best lockdown turn up videos. Hashtag lockdown turn up. At a good Hard start. Factor at Barstool News Network. Those will be the submissions. We we could review those, but yeah, that's that's that, that's how you get your foot in the door. Yeah. I don't want to alarm anyone, but I'm at one bar battery on my Zoom. We'll see how it goes. I'll keep my eye on it. <laughs> one 
Wow. We got a long show to go. All right. Mark's not doing well with this remote shit, I'll tell you what. Oh, right. No. When Mark's got, like, responsible for his own going. tech. Yeah, yeah, we got. All we, should right, pause. we should probably pause the show. No. Well, we'll pause it when it runs out. We're good. That there makes go. no sense. Yeah, what, this what, is this is where we are. We are we are wa- we are walking into a buzzsaw. All let's right, guys, walk in the buzzsaw. I got my eye on it. Let's All keep right. it going. All right. We have a pantsless <laughs> guy. 23 year old Cody Hicks of Manatee County, Florida, lived up to the shitty chin strap goatee. He sports earlier this week when he crashed into a vehicle containing two underage females or they crashed into him. It's unclear. Really, I mean, you know, it's Manatee County. So normally that kind of traffic incident, you might have somebody trying to help out other people in the wreck, you know, like mm-hmm. you're getting a little fender bender with some people like, oh, oh, my God. Yeah, you okay? Like what I did at Pat's house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, hey, is everybody OK? Oh, my God. Hopefully everybody's okay. Oh, uh, uh, or you take down some information, but not Cody. He saw this as the opportunity of a lifetime. Two chicks who could not go anywhere with a busted car. So he dropped trowel and started fondling his penis in their direction and mm. uh, licking his lips, allegedly, asking <laughs> uh, if uh, they wanted to engage in a sex act. So uh, that was Cody's, Cody Hicks's uh, response to wrecking into this other car. Well, this, uh, this is like Cody's spider web. shot. Co- Cody's, yeah. Cody's been exactly. waiting for this, this to happen for years. He's been fantasizing about it. He's been, uh, he's been tailgating people, wanting this to happen. This is his <laughs> spider op- he's opportunistic. <laughs> exactly. He's like, can you believe that fate set us up for this threesome? Right. <laughs> so you think he's been tailing, Pat, uh, purposely tailing hot girls in cars? Do you guys remember? Time? So this happened to us in a very oh, yeah. completely different way where we didn't. Creep oh, yeah. Out. But we, coming back from the beach, we we're all coming back from the yeah. beach. And uh, PFT rear ended some girl uh, in his car with his van. And we're under a nine. We're all hung over and not awake and not engaged in the drive. And PFT's probably hung over and he he's, has the shitty task of driving. He reruns this woman. We're all like, fuck, we're more delayed. The AC's broken until we start seeing who he rear-ended, and then every single man in that van became a pro mechanic and came oh, out yeah. to give their opinion <laughs> about oh, yeah. how to how to fix the car, how you best handle the situation. messed up the carburetor on this one. Six, six different teenagers came out to ask her how she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> From the fender better. That wasn't intimidating. Yeah. No. Ah, no well, at least we didn't take our dicks out and fondle it in her direction like Cody did. So when the cops arrived, Cody said that he just refused to do anything. He said, I just I guess he put his dick away and he said, I just want my lawyer. And then court records show that he pleaded not guilty to lewd conduct charges, which were filed his direction. So hmm. nice. That's that. Uh, all right, guys. Taking so it bad, to court. Yeah. Bad Love news. That, Cody. For, it, so bad news for idiots. The Florida beaches, especially the uh, spring break hotspots, are finally now closed. That's mm. right. Governor Ron DeSantis, who narrowly beat out the guy who had wild secret gay sex in a hotel room and smoked meth to the point his partner <laughs> OD'd, Andrew Gill, <laughs> uh, finally declared the beaches would be closed on Thursday, March 19th. Probably an important date to remember when this is all in hindsight, since Florida has like a million cases of Corona now because they refuse to shut uh, shit down until Thursday, March 19th. That's Thursday, March 19th of 2020. Seriously, though, at the time (laughs) of this recording, there are over 400 cases of Corona reported uh, positive cases in Florida and eight deaths. So you you can bet your sweet ass numbers are going to continue to climb exponentially in Florida. Because they didn't shut things down till Thursday, March nineteenth, two thousand twenty. Yeah. yeah. What's crazy about this, Mark? You're talking about how they haven't shut it down till this date. Yeah. California, who already has a like shelter in place going on, they expect fifty six percent of the population to be infected, and they're doing shelter in place. So, yeah. you, can you imagine how 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 widespread the infection is going to be in Florida by the time? All this I hope, happens. I hope it was worth it. The economy getting yeah. those extra couple hundred thousand or a couple million with those idiot spring breakers. Yeah, they should have voted for good. Should have voted for the meth guy. Yeah, he would have definitely <laughs> shut it down. He loves hotels. He loves being indoors. Right. Um, DeSantis said the message, I think, for spring breakers is that the party's over in Florida. You're not going to be able to congregate on any beach in the state. Many of the hot spots that people like to go to, whether it's Miami Beach, Fort Lauderdale, Clearwater Beach, are closed entirely for the time being. This is Thursday, March 19th, 2020. Um, <laughs> I, come on, man. Also on Thursday, Miami-Dade Mayor Carlos uh, Jimenez said that all parks and beaches will be closed in, in Miami-Dade County. He also is closing all non-essential retail and commercial establish- establishments, which included golf courses, which was surprising to me that those fell in the non-essential category in Florida. 
golf courses. Yeah, no that shit. had to be like a that had to be like a vote, like a bubble deal. Like that was close to. Essential. Well, it's a, it's the same thing for beaches in some respects in Florida. That's what they're no. It's harder for, sure. for Florida to close beaches than other states. When that's, that's all you got. Took so long. Yeah, maybe that's why it took so long, Pat. Well, um, yeah, but when you're closing, like when these people, like, the problem was. I, I would assume part of the problem is that some of these people got like, you know, furloughed from work or whatever, because a lot of industry is shutting down. Right. You know, because of this. And so instead of staying home, maybe they're going to the beach and that's not the reaction you want. You want. Well, yeah. It's it's like Nebraska has a hard time closing Golden Corrals like like they like they they left Golden Corrals Good open. Good point. Or like right. Vegas it's, or like Vegas with casinos like right, hey, yeah. Nevada's dealing with our own deals over here. Nobody wants those shut down. A lot of people's. Casinos, casinos were part of it. Casinos were shut down, too, in Florida, which was also tough. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I feel like golf courses are right up there with, like, rehab facilities in terms of essentialness. But they they took the golf courses away. He did say grocery stores, gas stations, and pharmacies will remain open. But, like most places in the country, restaurants will only be pickup and delivery. So you can't go in the dining halls. Well, smart. Um, Hopefully it only lasts a few days, you know. But that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, even though Mark just told us what a bunch of morons the spring breakers are down in Florida, it seems the old people who should be the most cautious are just as stupid and unwilling to give up the party, especially the boomers that live in Florida's oh. largest retirement community, the villages. They're, um, they're going out at the villages? No. What, Wes, Wes, come on. Wes, what? can I tell you real quick? What? I, I, so I, I wore I, I, I bought uh, gloves, latex gloves, and I thought that was a smart move because uh-huh. like, if you go out. And you're and and you're not trying to get your hand, you know. It's a good reminder to not because you look cool. Yeah. No, 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 because you look like you yeah. look like a nerd. I but I thought that like so. I went, I went out today getting supplies and shit. Wore the latex gloves, man. Wait, wait, no, you you wore them out today, like like just Will walking around with latex gloves on. Yeah, just rocked them. Didn't want to touch <laughs> my face. Did not want to get Corona on my hands. I was touching all kinds of dirty shit. I just rocked the gloves, took them off, he, and I was done. He looked was like great. the nurse in that on that Blink One Eighty Two cover. Right. Janine. I did look hot. I did look hot. <laughs> I did. Look, I was holding the door for a lot of women and they were they were loving it. But yeah, were, pe- were the, people were people like giving you eyes or were they like, oh, that's, that's no, this role. is what I'm getting to, Pat. This is what I'm getting to. <laughs> Wes's story is about boomers who don't take this shit seriously. I got a lot of dirty looks from male boomers uh, where <laughs> rocking those gloves. They were not not pleased. They did not like me taking it seriously. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I'll get to a stat later. Um, so the community, the community uh, <laughs> tried to give the, the boomers uh, a chance to behave by posting strict guidelines of no more than 10 people partying together at once. But as we have covered in previous stories, these old horny bastards just can't help themselves and completely disobeyed the staff's orders to not kill each other with the coronavirus. And uh, normally I would say, hey, fuck it. If they want to go out like uh, that on a ventilator in a hospital bed, go for it. Problem is they had young family members also visiting the pools, so kids and adults alike who could just bring in the virus as well as take the virus back out to the public. Uh, maybe if they had locked down the whole compound and let nobody Wait, in or out. They, they were in the pool. I mean, they, were, yeah. they weren't just part of They were in the pool. Oh, right. they were in. They were in the pool. pool. Pools are the first to go. Get get out of the pool, man. Get, unless it's yeah, your man. pool. Yeah, well, public pools have been shut down. So, I mean, the only pools that are, that are open are the pools are that, gross when yeah. it's not Corona season. Oh, my God. I can't yeah. even, I, I can't even go in them anymore unless it's, you know, people I know. But yeah. that does sound like the place to be during non-Corona season is the village's oh, pool. Yeah. No, they, 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 they counted one pool had like 40 people in it. And they were just like, Jesus Christ, these fucking idiots. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So the boomers wanted to turn up and the note from Nurse Thomas not to swim and party together wasn't doing shit. So they shut them down. And this is apparently a trend. According to a recent poll conducted by NPR and PBS, less than 40 percent of Republicans, um, which mostly make up the villages, apparently think the coronavirus isn't a real threat. So um, or, or is a real threat. So but someone something tells me that when their friends stop showing up to the nightly golf, right, you know, that's, fuck fest. that's the that's the that's the what's going to happen. Right. I feel like right now, right now, when nobody knows anybody yeah. for the most part, the, the vast majority of people know nobody who is impacted by this. Yet. Right. Exactly. So like right now, it's like, what the fuck? It's not serious. And once Mm -hmm. people do know people and the infection rate is so big, then people go, oh, what the right. But that yep, that will. That's super interesting how that thinking came about. I feel like like when the coronavirus first came out, essentially like Fox and CNN, who are always at odds with each other, they picked their sides. And the Fox side was this is an overblown media thing. The CNN side was 
you know, seemingly too serious, maybe. And, you know, that created some 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 misinformation, perhaps. And look, I mean, I mean, nobody took it seriously here till too late. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, it's very Um, it's very tempting to be contrarian and be like, oh, this is this is too overblown. This is a conspiracy. But you just can't do that right now. You just got to take it. You just got to you got to. It, right, we're in it, it now. To be the worst we're, it could we're, be. we're we're in it. We've already kind of delayed action. I think a little. I don't bit too understand. Late, so. I don't understand how you have a partisan side on this and how you can think like you're you're immune to a global pandemic. Like, why are you such a yeah, fucking? I, I, I don't think idiot it's partisan. Tough Nobody's person. tougher than the. I don't why are you so tough and so stupid and so <laughs> dense that you don't take this shit seriously? I don't get it. It has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with idiots. Well, no, yeah. it, it doesn't have anything to do with politics. It has to do with where that group of people consumes their media from and what those media outlets were saying to them in the early days. Potentially, I, think that's where it comes from. I mean, I think that Pat, you know, what's something interesting on that? I, I radio DJs. Man, I mean, a what lot, of, scared, ra- lot what, of radio DJs what, have been saying this shit's fake forever. What Man, would scare these people? Actual aliens coming into their house and raping them? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Why are you not fucking taking the global pandemic seriously, yeah, it's people? Gonna, it's like, going to take one of their friends dying. What I'm do you need? You. Yeah, what the fuck do I you need West, to take this shit West, seriously? Wes, I, I agree with that. That's what I was trying to say. I think it's, a, it's the invisible enemy, like Trump has been saying in these press conferences, and it's going to be invisible until somebody actually hears, like, a, a real impact to their life. Well, it's yeah, like well, a, it's like a DUI. It's like you can, you know, yeah, yeah. you might drink and drive, but nobody once you takes get, it serious. Yeah, yeah. Will, you, you caught, know this, but Reagan, right, who was president when the AIDS epidemic took place, he didn't say shit about AIDS or HIV until Rock Hudson, his buddy, died, and then like two weeks later, he he uh, granted or, or pushed for for money to be sent. To yeah, AIDS I mean, really. per, personal personal impacts make a huge difference, especially to people in high power like right yeah sure yeah it's really hard to picture a global pandemic i get it yeah (laughs) yeah watch contagion it's on netflix guys a miami beach commissioner brought an out-of-the-box idea to an emergency meeting last florida Uh, i'm sorry (laughs) last Last friday last florida baby the commissioner who has one of the best names in politics and that is ricky Ariola. Uh, oh baby! Yeah. Oh man! Let's let's breathe that in for a second. Mm. Ricky Ariola. Is it possible that it was Richard? It could be Dick Ariola. Absolutely, could Ooh, yeah. be, bro. Oh, we should titty check on fuck. That. His name is Titty Fuck. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Let's just call him Dick Ariola. <laughs> yeah, Titty. <laughs> anyway, uh, Titty Fuck first asked at the meeting uh, if there were any doctors present, uh, and then he said, "Quote: Assuming you make it through." First responders voluntarily taking one for the team could help solve the crisis. Uh, and then he, he went on to call it a dangerous but bold idea, but it's our job to think boldly. Wait a minute. What? What? So he, he was did, he, he said, well, he said he wants people to do what you did. Right. Like take like jumping on a grenade of Corona. Yeah, there was yeah. a very specific yeah. chicken pox reference <laughs> in the meeting as well, where he was essentially like, why don't we get all the first responders sick? Get them what? immune, right. which but there's two no. strains, by the way, no. so that wouldn't work. No. And, no. and, and and then they'll that will be good for our society. Like, this can't be real. Did you, no, did it's you real. verify this story? Okay. It's real. So in making the statement, Ariel pretty much permanently relinquished his personal nine one one privileges as long what as he was, was yeah, in the what state was of his <laughs> role? What was his role again? What was Ariel's role? He's like a city commissioner. Oh yeah. He's Miami not an Beach. epidemiologist or a doctor, clearly. Right. He's going to get run out of town like that sheriff <laughs> yeah, like, uh, from New Hampshire town. No more coffee for him. He's, he's going to be calling 911 and just waiting. He's trying to get uh, rid of everyone that calls him Titty Fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, Titty Fuck got some A serious heat for this idea, uh, specifically from first responders. But then he took to Twitter to defend himself, saying, please, this is, this is a quote, please put this in context in which I said. Uh, also, this is precisely the course of action being recommended by the chief scientists of the U.K., <laughs> which is not a thing. Uh, our our really? police chief said our police chief said he'd be the first in line to do it. And I'd be right after him. So if you're if you're the police chief, chief, you're definitely texting uh, Titty Fuck right now saying, keep keep my name out your mouth. Yeah. Um, Shut the fuck up, Titty Fuck. What the, <laughs> What is this guy talking about? He's volunteering other people to go get the virus. It doesn't make any sense. Just like human vacuums <laughs> sucking up all the germs. Yep. Get in there. Open hey, your mouth. Ron down the street said he'd go get it for me, so I don't have to get it. And, uh, Guys, yeah. don't be so hard on Titty Fuck. He went on to say that he envisioned this experiment taking place in a controlled environment. So, But keep mm. in mind the first thing he says, if they make it through. Let's take it to the internet, guys. Uh, <laughs> Scoobums says, hey, fucktard, how about you take one for the team? <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, then, uh, point. and then Homebrew Guy says, 
Shut the fuck up, titty fuck. You're a fucking idiot. 35-year career <laughs> firefighter here. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Not a popular guy anymore, this guy. He probably no. wasn't to begin with, but... Hard to argue with those kinds of comments. All right, let's move it over to a different uh, aspect of uh, the coronavirus affecting the Sunshine State, and that is firearms. With the threat of the coronavirus looming large, the residents in the Sunshine State are spending their cash uh, on a tried-and-true American commodity in all times of uncertainty, and that is guns and ammo. Mm -hmm. Uh, It happens all the time. One gun shop owner I was once talking to He told me the best thing that ever happened to him was Obama uh, and that he sold more guns, magazines and ammo when Obama was threatening to take them away than ever before by a landslide. And anyhow, coronavirus. That's true. That's true. Like if you threaten to take something away that I like, if you threaten away, like that's just human nature. You threaten to take something away. Yeah. You're going to want it more. Exactly. And and so every gun shop owner I've ever like beaches. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. People want to go when they're about to be taken away. So coronavirus doing the same thing with guns and ammo. People think they're going to need to hunker down and kill all their neighbors who's going to be coming for them in their last roll of toilet paper when actually you're probably just going to be inconvenienced for a couple of months. Things will return to normal and you're just going to have new guns to play with when the ranges reopen because you ordered too many guns. When Which you is not scared. bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I saw right, exactly. Yeah. I saw a funny meme today. It was like a guy peering through the window and it was all the gun owners looking at all the non gun owners <laughs> stockpiling for them for the apocalypse. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like I'm a gun owner. Right. Like and I've, I've been man like when 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 the coronavirus was coming, I've been Googling some more. I'm like, man, I could go with like a nice 40 caliber that you could you could use like a, a rifle. I, I mean, like, I don't know. It just it gets your mind. What? Turning. Me too. Well, I've been picturing blowing away strangers' heads off too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Not, I've not been watching a lot strangers. of Walking Dead. I'm like, come a on, lot. come through my door. Not shooting the strangers necessarily, but just like having this ad- additional firearm that would make you uh, yeah. have that more in your repertoire. It's more like having your, an extra your, dick, right? More mm. in your range. Well, I don't know yeah. about a penis. But, uh, hmm. Yeah, like an yeah, extra, okay. like an extra camera in your in your security camera arsenal. Okay. Anyways, yeah, sure. I, mm-hmm. So like, yeah. So the people who think like me, <laughs> a it backup caused, dick. Cost of seven. I'm not backing up. I'm going forward. No, cause a 75 percent <laughs> bump in firearm purchases in Florida last weekend. So I'm not sure exactly how many uh, how many more this a 75 percent bump in Florida firearms is like seven trillion firearms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was. I think it was actually from like four thousand to like seven thousand. Yeah, okay, something like that. But yeah, yeah, whatever 75 percent is of the normal. But yes, I mean, look, this is what happens. People. When you get scared, you're like, all right, I want more guns because I'm because this is something I'm allowed to buy as an American and it's comforting. Uh, and yes. that's just what happens. And it I mean, makes, it makes sense to me. A global pandemic is 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 a good time to uh, own a gun. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've that, never that. thought about owning a gun more than I have during this pandemic. Right? Really? I mean, if, yep, it, absolutely. Yes, really. It's it's a very scary time. Right. Don't and, know it, and, what, peop- and people who yeah. own them normally. And so in the in, you know, peel back the mind of, of, a, of a current gun owner, then you're like, OK, well, you know, I've already got some and I, I like buying them. So, you know, I've got some cash stimulus cash coming. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I it would I, be nice. It would be nice to think that people are going to behave themselves during the next. Yeah. You know, several months, but it's not going to. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've checked in with my gun every night of this quarantine, but like, that's like, I, yeah, I do that every night. I check with my gun. You do that. That's dedication. But, but will I don't get, I don't want to buy a gun when I get scared. I get horny when I'm scared. So it's like stick it in your mouth. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not necessarily (laughs) saying, I'm not necessarily saying, I don't know if it's fear. It would be a good orgasm, Wes, because I would be pretty scared. It's just like the thought. (laughs) I'd be pretty scared. Yeah. <laughs> the thought of a home defense situation, which I guess is fear. You're right. It's that's, that's it's fear. uh it's fight, flight, or fuck for Pat. It's the triple <laughs> F. <laughs> I'm scared. I gotta fuck something. I gotta so fuck Pat, something. So, I gotta fuck Pat, my way out of this scenario. Yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah, how's that gonna work though if there's a time when you have to draw the firearm? Are you going to draw the penis instead? Because he's got to, a couple weapons to choose you're, from. You're, Will. Yeah, you're going to be. You got to choose. He's got two hands. Will. <laughs> All right, you guys want to hear a few voicemails? Quite yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. You guys want to hear a few voicemails? All right, here we go. Place. Hey, hey, Darren from Bane. First time, long time. I also enjoy hearing the drum solo at the beginning, but I think if at the end of today's episode. You had cut 
cut the song off right before the drum solo, mm. it would have been way funnier. So, if you're uh, hearing this yeah. right now, you'll know what we did. Mm-hmm. Somebody check well, that guy's basement. Did he I mean, dare us? Hey, man, that that guy's from Maine, and uh, you know, shout out Maine. It's a beautiful state, and he's correct. Yeah, I, he's not I, wrong. We, I yeah. cut the audio last night, and I'm hand up. Uh, it would have been way funnier had I cut it right before the drums. Well, I cut it right before a hard F. Uh, you know, not going to say the full word, but anyways, if you know the full song, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I cut it right yeah. before something else that's like a drum solo, but different. More just like, like uh, just like Canada and everyone else cut that hard F up until like a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah. The yeah, song exactly. was written in a different time. Yeah, yeah. He's speaking from an ignorant person's voice, but he still says anyways. He's um, right. Yeah. He's he's uh, he's right. We should have. And uh, it, like a good point. I just, um, you know, it really chaps my ass when someone tells us a joke that we could have done better. You know, whoops. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, here we go. Next one. Yeah. Well, you live, you learn. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Long time listener. I uh, just had a thought for your show tomorrow uh, with TMZ reporting that San Francisco is going to 24-hour lockdown and our favorite orange bike helmet wearing friend, shout out Barstool Carl is reporting that Chicago's doing the same. Mm. Like, nobody but essential services can go outside. Are they considering drug dealers essential services? Because, like, you have to think that there's going to be riots. Oh, yeah, I can actually feel that. Like, just food for thought. Keep up the good work. I love the show. Like, Uh, just a thought, and I actually already have the answer to that because they've already done that in Nevada and Illinois. Chicago, shout out Carl and Barstool Chicago, uh, is a legal state just like Nevada. And yes, uh, essential services will include um, the dispensaries. Uh, it's going to include all manufacturing, all, all, all offices. That's really... That's really all you need to know about weed and why it should be legal in all 50 states. Yep. It's considered essential during the global pandemic in that's the right. states it's legal in. That's, yeah, right. that, that's so, I mean, it sucks because like that's but, a slam fucking dunk, in my opinion. Oh, not. No, not. You're so right about that. And also, like, do casinos like going down in Nevada, like having weed there to kind of counteract a little bit, a little bit. It's not going to make up for everything, but it helps. And so it's like when states are looking at their economies. Think about it. It's a good thing. So I, all I, we got is our all we got is our guns and our weeds and our and our land and our second lives out here in Nevada when we moved <laughs> moved out to escape our first lives. I I still haven't heard from my weed dealer. Um, you know, he yeah. uh, right before Trump put everything on lockdown, we were texting. He was supposed to bring me an ounce, uh, and he's gone. He's gone cold. So well, you, very, you very graciously gave me like an eighth, which I still owe you. A little that was bit of money that was left from the last batch. You guys want it? Uh, that's fucked up. See, that's this is why you need legal too, because I went to go pick up more supplies uh, on Thursday as well. Um, and guess what happened? Right, pre-ordered it, rolled it into you the store. You pre-ordered it. That's uh, well. What is that like? Oh, you just pre-ordered it on the website, and you say, "I want this, this, and this." And I come come in there. I'm going to have cash, and I'm going to pick it up. So you go, you go in. Now they've got the pre-orders sequestered off because they don't want you dealing with like the lines and other people coughing and shit. So they just bring you straight into this room of the pre-orders. Like this girl with like a sanitizer, she just takes you straight in. You go get your pre-order, you pick it up, you leave as much as you want, and it is considered an essential service. So very, very good uh, for the people. It's because it was uh, medical first. I mean, that's going to be the case anywhere where it's legal because it was medical first. Well, even recreational, I mean, it's going to be considered an essential service because it's just like getting your, you know, eggs or your booze or whatever. Let's keep it rolling, guys. we got several more rounds here. All right. All right, guys. So yesterday uh, we got the Zoom Zoom (laughs) issue. Yeah, Mark's on Zoom watch. (laughs) All right, guys. So yesterday we discussed just how ridiculous the toilet paper hysteria is and how the supply chain is strong and people should just chill the fuck out about it. But Floridians don't seem to know that and are probably hoarding the stuff more than any other form of American out there. Um, The grocery stores are out and people are driving long distances just to find one roll. And that's why one Florida man, Chad Rondow, a 34-year-old pet groomer, decided to have a little fun with patrons of the Publix on Dixie Highway. Um, So what Chad did is he took a roll of toilet paper, attached it to his drone, and then flew it over the public just out of reach of the patrons below. Um, you know why? Chad, like the, you know why? Chad's he was a like, "Oh, I got a dollar." The old guy with the fishing pole. Yeah, from that exactly. Yeah. Chad's a pet groomer because because he can't have human friends. That's why he's a fucking pet groomer. Yeah, true. Yeah, good point. Um, 
But this, of course, delighted the Floridians blow because uh, Floridians absolutely love drones. They're like six-year-olds. They're like, hey, is that a drone? Yeah, you see it flies. Hey, what's the range on that thing? Like, if I wanted to fly it so far, I couldn't see it anymore, could I? Yeah, yeah, you could do that, I guess. Um, so so people snapped photos. That's so and, true, Wes. It's I know. so true. Yeah. So people snapped photos and videos of the flying object to post to their social media with tags like, check out this sweet drone and spotted it. <laughs> Spotted a drone at Publix today, and anyone know what kind of drone this is? Thinking about getting one. Um, so, of course, Chad knows the pandemic is serious, um, but in times like this, he just wanted to show off his drone and yeah, brighten everyone's yeah. day. That um, guy sold so many drones. Oh, yeah. Um, so one customer, Scott Robinson, had this to say. That is awesome. Whoever is doing it knows what he is doing. <laughs> I love, I love this, dude. There's absolutely respect as well for drone operators. Like, I don't know what they're doing, but man, yeah. you have to go to school for that? Like a CDL? They peer over your shoulder for like five seconds. Like, man, that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Wish I thought of that. Yeah, yeah. But perhaps the best part of the video uh, posted online is when uh, is classic Florida woman, uh, her dog Sienna gets loose because she's like, Sienna. yeah, she's 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 distracted by the drone and she has to chase her young Sienna, Sienna inside the store and then back out all while her old ass is hanging out of her bathing suit. Um, and I just don't know a more classic Florida scene. So hats off to Chad, who apparently he's, <laughs> he's kind of a celebrity down there now and like requests to fly his toilet paper drone at specific businesses are, are coming out of the woodwork. So it's actually uh, pretty, pretty hilarious. He's a paid novelty act now. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you think Florida hey, drone operators drone. <laughs> get asked? Hey, can I fly this if I have a DUI? Yeah. Um, oh, it's hilarious. All right, guys. One Florida man got what's called a Florida thank you card recently after trying to be a good Samaritan and giving a drunk friend of a friend a place to crash because he was too drunk to get home. So the Samaritan said that he was at a party in downtown Melbourne, Florida, when he ran into 23-year-old Colin Gieb, uh, who he describes as a friend of a friend, as I said earlier. So Colin was too hammered to remember his address uh, and had no way home. So the, the man, the Good Samaritan, took him in for the night uh, so he could have a, quote, safe place to be. Big fucking mistake, Samaritan. Uh, what yeah. an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> Big time idiot. The guy can't remember his address. You let the police deal with that. Uh, the man tucked Colin into bed in his guest room and turned in for the night. And it, it seems Colin woke up and realized what the nice man had done for him. And that's where the Florida thank you card comes in. Colin repaid the man's kindness by pissing all over every inch of the spare bedroom. And I'm talking every inch. He was probably uh, blacked out, though, right? Uh-huh. Like, well, it gets worse, Will. The man, hmm. the Good Samaritan, heard some noises in well, his Well, hang spare- on. That's that's. It's like when you get taken in when you're blackout drunk in Florida, it's like a dog marking his territory. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, cause like I, I can't really bl- hold that against the guy on right. the street. That makes point. sense. Because what's you, he supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. You, because you don't want anyone else to ever get access to that spare bedroom. Because now you know if you're ever partying, well, in Denver, no, your Melbourne, bladder's full. You're blacked yeah. out on the street. Some mm-hmm. random guy, person yeah. you don't know brings you into a room. What are you gonna do? Not pee on the room until I mean, you like, pee <laughs> on every inch. No, yeah, Pat, you're both right. Until you pee on every inch, another uh, drunk guy could be taken off the street to bunk with you or to kick you out. So you have to kind of do that. That's true. It's like it's it's like signing a lease is what it's like. It's right. like signing a lease on the spare bedroom for when you're drunk in downtown Melbourne, Florida. In this guy's case, uh, in Colin's case. So I think he man, does it in every house. He Even his own home, he would have done it. No, <laughs> see that's the thing. That's the thing. Wes. Wes. They don't do it in their own homes. <laughs> Wes is on to him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, so the Good Samaritan heard some noises in the spare bedroom and went to in- investigate, and that's where he found Colin, quote, peeing everywhere in the room. And the man naturally asked Colin to leave, uh, which Colin took as an insult. Uh, later, the man told police... Not until I get that corner. <laughs> I gotta paint the whole room. Yeah, that's when Colin told the police uh, he, quote, came at me with his penis out and attacked me. <laughs> Yeah, Colin well, began I mean, again. What did he think was going to happen? Yeah, what, what, you know, because like, you, you can't spook a guy in the middle of peeing in a room. It's like it's right. like waking someone up when they're sleepwalking. It's dangerous. That's exactly what it's like. That they, also, 
That yeah. line must be in most police reports. And then he came at him with his penis out. Exactly. As I was oh, just yeah. about to say, like, if we've learned anything about Florida man stories, is that yeah. if there's a penis to be thrusted at somebody's direction, <laughs> yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. We've like had the- entire corners where we had to double up and triple up on the penis attacking crimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, a, if a Florida man they is wearing it. a single layer over his penis, there's a 95 percent <laughs> chance it's coming out during his crime. Let uh, me just yeah. get to my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 100%. <laughs> anyway, guys, Colin began punching the victim in the head and attempting to choke him out against a wall before the victim was able to escape and uh, call authorities. And oh, wow. when asked about the incident, Colin responded with, quote, why am I here? Uh, he didn't know. He didn't remember it. Uh, wow. Police said they found blood at the front door, holes in the wall and a room saturated with urine. Nice. Yeah. Colin, take it easy, pal. All right. Yeah. Uh, the friend of the friend is tough because your buddy who's the buddy. You got to. Hey, man, how do you know Colin? This this guy is like the guy that took him in is like an enabler from letting him hit rock bottom. He probably would have hit it that night. <laughs> Almost hit it. Yeah. And then he. Yeah. Uh, no, come on. Let, let Colin hit rock bottom there. Yeah. Uh, leave him on the street. Yeah. Uh, as always, we're brought to you by the stock market of politics. Predict it dot org slash promo slash hard factor 20 go to that url to get your first 20 bucks matched on us in the stock market of politics i'm still watching that vp market who the fuck is joe biden gonna pick as his vp clobes is in the lead you guys had that at eight cents yeah yeah god damn it are you gonna gonna hold on to it no i sold it i mean like a fucking idiot between between the klobuchar pick which was mainly pat i was in on that too pat and i will co will co-take that one Uh uh-huh and wes's pick on the fucking uh how many people are in the race on april 1st like those were two monster picks under 10 cents that we've been tossing two monsters klobes klobes is up to 30 and she's in the lead right now i i don't think she's gonna take it and then wes is on the one one by four one my god one by four one's looking pretty good, but yep. uh, but Bernie is saying he may stay in. So who knows? It's going to be one or two. I'd Anyways, get out now. That one, if you got in, it's like seventy five. Yeah, because Tulsi just got out, right? Tulsi yeah, right. Tulsi's it's out. It's going to be yeah. Tulsi's out, so it's one or two. Anyways, the VP. I'm going to stick with my uh, Biden Obama 2.0 plot, uh, and uh, I like that. Yeah, so I, I did such a low odd, whatever. It's like it's like plus like a billion. So hey, it's whatever. been it's it's been a full week since we hit a under ten center. So let's let's let, I'm gonna assume that's gonna hit. There we go. Yep. Yeah. So whatever you think, go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor twenty to get your first twenty bucks matched on us in the stock market of politics and get in on the action. No sports to gamble on. Hey, have any of you guys impersonated uh, like something you aren't to take advantage of people? Like, I don't know, pretended to be an interesting profession, Pat, hmm. with chicks? Oh, yes, Pat? I have, I think. Weren't you like a CIA agent? At a yes, bar? I told. I yeah. one time told a girl on a cruise that I worked for the CIA. At, at the cruise, that's right. On the she cruise believed it? Yeah. yeah. She did. And then she, she tried did. to buy weed off me later, so I, I yeah. don't know. I was like, I don't even sell weed. dichotomy it's, there. Yeah. It's a classic gag at a bar to get a chick to make out with you. I forgot like, about hey, that. Thanks, Mark. Hey, oh, uh, I also pretended no to problem. be a German film star one time at a an after-hours club at a film festival because my buddy had a big camera, so I was like, just, just film me, and I'll, I'll speak in what I think German sounds like. And it was great. I, I made out with two ladies, and then I went to the bathroom to take a piss, and some guy gets next to me and he starts speaking German to me. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, when did you get I turn to him and I go, oh, man. don't you fucking blow this for me, buddy. That's like there's something about Mary. He, he fucked you. <laughs> um, I got PFT's uh, brother laid one time. I was impersonating an Australian person that's uh, right. at a, in a Charlottesville. And I don't, I don't know how exactly. I, I think I just like told him told him to go home with him or something. But I was. Uh, yeah, you were just aggressively yelling yeah. in an Australian accent at yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah. They, everyone just wanted to get away from you, so yeah, there exactly. was the only other option. Was, <laughs> That's right. Um, so yes, Mark. I got one. I got one. You could be like, uh, I'm a breath model. I've got naturally minty breath, and they pay me to be in those mint commercials and breathe. Something like that. That'll get you a couple chicks to make out with you at a bar, right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? We'll try it. We'll see. Let us what? know. Um, yeah. I don't know. CIA works too, guys, with the Austra- or the accents, whatever. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> look, 60-year-old Florida man, Leroy Stottlemyre. What a fucking name. Stottle- Wentless. Stottlemyre. Stottlemyre, Leroy Stottlemyre with an L. Stottlemyre. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Well, he went with something a little simpler. Uh, you see, he has no problem with the ladies, probably with a name like that, but he hates paying tolls. That's his vice. It's not not getting laid. It's $2 tolls. Doesn't like to pay him. Wow. So to get out of paying the tolls, he came up with a scheme. You see, he started flashing a badge at a toll booth, uh, telling I, toll booth attendees that he was see. a police officer. Right. So he's uh, which is he's most certainly not a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, toll uh, tolls are free for police officers officers on duty something he was privy to so he just flashed a badge and i uh, tried to get through there with no charge a few problems though because although on duty police officers can get through for free like i mentioned leroy sotomayor's badge was incredibly fake looking and <laughs> the toll booth attendee attendant had an article in his booth that was about leroy sotomayor being arrested <laughs> a few days earlier for impersonating a police officer <laughs> and shoplifting which he showed to sotomayor <laughs> Uh, and then old Leroy said, you got me, uh, tucked his fake badge away and paid the toll and drove off, but was promptly arrested after the toll booth attendee called him in and offered video footage of the uh, exchange. Nice. That's, that's a amazing. great day for a toll booth operator. Like, like that's a, what an awesome fucking. Do you have the article in your booth? You're in a booth. Yeah, it's what a fucking two by news- two cell. It's amazing. You read the newspaper all day, the local newspaper, and this jag off comes with his badge two days later to your booth. It's that's beautiful. Terrible luck for Leroy. Yeah, How often it, it, the penis thing is almost as frequent as the as the impersonating officers thing in Florida. I mean, yeah, they're two favorites. Yeah, two it, <laughs> it is wildly common. Like every yeah. week we're having at least a couple uh, officers being impersonated. For sure. Sheriff Rick Staley said this guy clearly has not learned his lesson and has no respect for the law. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Um, two days after his release and he's already up to his old tricks. We know uh, already that he thinks he can get out of shoplifting and paying tolls with his fake badge, but he can't. Um, so, yeah, sotomayor has got to get a new a new thing. Yeah, it also but- makes me think, like, maybe I should go get a fake badge because there's a lot of like stories. Well, you where- look like a cop. Yeah, you do. Oh, it's true. Mustache. People would buy it. Hook, line, and sinker. Hey, swap this Jamaica out, Jamaica hat out for like something. I got a hat. It looks like kind of. I'm about to go switch. Oh, hold on, guys. But you don't commit crimes anymore, Will. I bet. I bet (laughs) Stottlemyre probably is going to do it again because he's going with the lightning can't strike thrice. Oh, you think? But Pat, but Pat, (laughs) what if I? But Pat, what if I changed up my look to look exactly like a police officer? But will you don't commit crimes. crimes anymore, buddy? Yeah, well, you could you could get away with it until you got caught. But yeah, yeah. well, well, yeah, will, yeah. you you live in a legal weed state. We no, none of us will get behind the wheel if we're drinking or driving. Like, what else do you you don't do anything? Well, yeah, yeah well, I mean, let me ask let me ask anyway. you this: Will you stop after the third time in a row? You get away with it? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no. So don't do it then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. All right, guys, as most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now Uh. there's there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. So Upstart, you know who's going to need this, Wes? Who's that? Everyone. Everyone In a few months because of coronavirus. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Everybody's going to be spending on that credit card. Get your Upstart personal loan now. Yeah. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when uh, assessing your credit worthiness, which is good news for Pat and you. Uh, They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. Eh, Bad news for Pat, but good news for you. Um, Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make they believe in you. So great news for Pat. They make it fast, simple and easy to check your rates. Have you had an interview with Upstart yet? (laughs) Do you want me to be honest? Yes. yes. And, Pat, and if, how did it go? Did they believe in you? And, yeah, Pat, uh, if you can get a loan, then everyone can get a loan. It's like <laughs> it's like the Rocky speech. If you can change, Here's the I thing. can change. Everyone can change. Here's the thing. I went to the site, <laughs> and I looked at some stuff on there, and uh, I don't think it's worth for, it's, I don't think it's worth me applying. Um uh, okay. Okay. Well, most people can get it. Continue yeah, with the ad read, Wes. You, nobody else is. Listen, listen. That's an that's a that's an outlier. All right. Rare three case. of the four. Three of the four hard factor hosts could get it loan. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they make it fast, simple, and easy. We're not going to be able to do this ad read anymore. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate. The best part: once your loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day, over four. 
400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card and, and debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is top-ranked in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash hard to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash hard. Yeah, they're four point nine out of five because Pat gave them a one star. No, I did. Look, I, I'm all about what they're doing. I love what they're doing. It's just sad for me that I don't qualify for them. The That's letdown, I'm, the I'm, letdown that Pat had when he went on that site. I'm definitely going to need to go on this site in about a week because of uh, coronavirus. I'm going to do it. Yeah, but as alone. Will said, you will qualify. You're not me. Yeah. Uh, let me let me make Thank the stakes for you. Thank you, Upstart. Thanks, Upstart. That's it. Uh, Pat, you're oh, up, man. buddy. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, guys. So uh, as you know, there have been orders from uh, from the government to close all non-essential retail and commercial businesses. Right. You guys are in the loop on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. so, but, but and Mark went over this a little bit earlier in the show. But what exactly does this mean? So, well, for the most part, it means healthcare providers, grocery stores, farms, media companies, gas stations, banks, GameStop, child care facilities, shipping wait, what? carriers. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> Let me finish. Uh, waste management companies, restaurants, and assisted living facilities, you know, telecommunications providers, pet supply stores, and yep, that's 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 the list. So that makes sense, right? There was one in there that didn't make sense. Which one was it? So, uh, healthcare, grocery farms, media, gas stations, bank, GameStop, <laughs> childcare facilities. That one. Shipping. Now you you just glossed over it again. GameStop. GameStop. Shipping facilities. Why are you changing <laughs> you know, your tone? When you, yeah. you know You know what it is. It's GameStop. Yeah. All right, GameStop. It's GameStop. Stop well, being coy with us. That's right, guys. GameStop. The same discor- The same story describes their <laughs> products that they sell on their website as consoles, collectibles, and video games. Oh, and VR is refusing to close their stores for coronavirus, and people well, are v- I mean, VR. fucking pissed. Well, uh, look, here's here's the thing. Uh, the people that are still going to GameStop during coronavirus, they have a lot of time on their hands. They're not getting laid. But we're going to so, get into that. We're, we're so, going to get into that, Mark. So well, here's the thing about this one as well. Uh, now that you've said that they have VR headsets available at GameStop, I think that I'm probably maybe going to GameStop tomorrow. Yeah, but, so, yeah before right, they well, close them. All right, guys, well, here's <laughs> the thing. You have, like, till tomorrow. Here's the thing. GameStop <laughs> is making the argument that they are, in fact, an essential business because they provide products, and a lot of these lists, and mo- there's a little bit different in each list, but for the most part, they're the same. Essential businesses are companies that provide uh, office supplies for working from home. And, and GameStop is saying well, they provide the following products, so they're essential, which are webcams, microphones, <laughs> mice, keyboards, monitors, chargers, and audio equipment. If you buy any of those things from GameStop, you're a fucking idiot. Right. They, <laughs> I mean, they've got to be way more expensive than like, you know. 100% West. Here's what's happening, guys. Amazon. Ga- it's not because they sell those fucking products that they want to stay open. It's because they're a retailer of pastime equipment. And with everyone suddenly having a lot more time to pass than they know what to do with, this should be their fucking Super Bowl. But guess what? Yeah. It's not, man. I'm sorry. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just like fucking like you got to close down, you dickheads. We all want to make money, but you're not essential. Office Depot, arguably essential. GameStop, Who, absolutely. Time not. out, time out. Who still buys hard copies of video games? That's true. Yeah, you can just buy what well, maniacs. But, but you got, you got to go. But Walmart's not going to close down. You could buy the VR headset well, from them too. Yeah. I mean, look, you can order the VR headset and have it shipped to you. But like, you get digital copies of point. games. Maybe if you're buying an old system that doesn't have digital copies, like a really old fucking system, like PlayStation One, Nintendo sixty four. Every fucking system. Well, Mark, you that's can go it. to the PlayStation Mark, Store Mark, and get the games. That is exactly the point here. So here's here's their thinking. This is my this is my thought on their thinking. Mm-hmm. Yes, you and I who are gamers, we buy our games online. Yeah, Pe- people that for are the not past gamers. Several years. People that are not gamers. The market just opened up for fucking GameStop. GameStop has an opportunity to attract a whole group of people well, that I, otherwise I would not be gamers. So and here's right. this. Here's this too. Just talking about GameStop made me even forget about the fact that I could order all this crap online. So mm. that's it's a true. Good, that's I mean, a good it, point for them too. It, in times open. like these, GameStop is is very salivating. I, I will Game, well, look, guys. They defended. Oh, Wes, you were gonna say? I was gonna say GameStop is also kind of like a social hangout for people right. that love they GameStop. Get, they better be Lysol on those controllers. But do they, you think you know, so? Do you it's think, like because 
GameStop came out and said that they were doing things to help uh, fight this, specifically feed the CDC recommendations uh, that uh, they're adopting in their stores where uh, they're creating a six-foot perimeter between customers and checkout lines. And, and I was thinking I myself, don't know. Like, like, I don't know. You, you, I don't think you need to be worried about customers and GameStop getting too close to each other because no, you, it's, it's like a mecca for socially awkward, skittish humans. Yeah, right. Like, I, don't every, know, yeah. I, I don't know, Pat. I don't know. I think that the sniveling dweebs at GameStop practice good hygiene. I don't think they'll be and, uh, hey, t- touching you Ever, have you ever, have you ever battled somebody in a vicious Tekken battle at a GameStop and then high-fived afterwards? I have. I know that. So every, what I'm every, saying is yeah. you got you to watch out. Every time one of those guys goes in the GameStop, they think this is the day they're going to find their mate. Like, that's, that's like, For hopefully. Sure. There's actually been a lot of stories that have. This is sad. There's been a lot of stories that that have, that have surfaced about. I'm serious about this. About female GameStop employees having to oh, get God. get escorted to their cars. Yeah. Because lots of guys come to the GameStop and think the uh, woman who's a salesperson who's well, trying to sell you a game is being nice to them and wants to fuck them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a strip club for them, which like they would the, have no 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 nerves to go to a strip club. Like their favorite why Hooters she, waitress. Why, she, why did she have to work yeah. at a GameStop? Anyway, guys, GameStop are probably not doing the right thing here uh and probably <laughs> probably definitely not shut it, shut it down <laughs> they also said that they're sending hand sanitizers and shit uh to help fight corona but there's been a number of employees that went to ign the tech magazine and said it's not happening we're not getting the hand sanitizer we're not getting any of these products oh, that they're saying they're just in there with no with no protection yeah mm. straight up and okay. no and no no uh sick pay so they're forced to work wow that's not mm. cool all right, uh, let's talk about something that's way better than that, the opposite of GameStop for the coronavirus. Let's talk about coronavirus cures. Yes. And if you listen to this show, you may have guessed that I'm a fan of a good magic potion or a magical gemstone, anything uh, along those lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're our you're really. Marianne Williamson. It really teases, <laughs> it tick, tickles the brain for me. Me and Marianne, we could have a good good chat about we those call them Shoot the Moon Will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, I've got uh, the next best thing for you. It's not a magic potion or a gemstone, unfortunately, but it's pharmaceutical cures for the coronavirus. I know we've talked about cannabis, UV light, heat, and masturbation, all as theoretically having some positive effect on uh, you know connecting some dots. With uh, that, with, with that right there, we're all like Captain Planets. We're all like our individual Captain right. Planets. With if those have, four are the things, we've mm. built up a good immunity. Yeah, and, and th- 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 those are all pretty theoretical. You know, they they do have some like basis in science, but basically theoretical, uh, connecting dots. But now let's talk about the actual treatments for what uh, COVID nineteen coronavirus uh, may exist uh, from modern medicine. You know, the thing that may- brought us all the elderly. That that mm-hmm. the reason this is a problem in the first place. So. I mean, it's a good thing. This, it, modern medicine is what's going to cure us because absolutely, we're going to get it with modern medicine. The we're reason why it. we yeah. have so many old people in the first place. So, um, these are the pharmaceutical pro- products that we will that we will be putting in treatments first. Okay, there's four different options. Uh, and before I get into the four different options, apparently there's this thing called the Summit Supercomputer at Oak Ridge Labs in Tennessee. It's helping scientists narrow down which medicines may work. Uh, and they published some results in January, but it is very unclear if they helped at all in actually selecting this, the medicines. So uh, first up on the treatments, it's Elon Musk and President Trump's pick ca- uh, chloroquine and hydrox- hydroxychloroquine. I hope, they pro- under- I hope they pronounce it chloroquine. I think right? you could. I think you could. It's sold under the brand name Paliquin, pal- uh, no, not a queen, Paliquinil, Paliquinil. Poliquinil and mm-hmm. others. Uh, Trump said, oh, "I got to try. Hold on. Oh, uh, Wes, it sounds like you did something with your audio there. Can you change whatever you're doing? I didn't do anything. Oh, okay. What did you do, Wes? Nothing. Someone sounds like they're in an airplane. All right. Keep nope. going. Oh, yeah. We're going to be able. Oh, that was a bad start. We're going to be able to make this drug available almost immediately. And that's where the FDA has been so great. I don't know if that was a good Trump. No, that was pretty uh, good. Will better. And we got some criticism today on Twitter. For yeah, our... Joey, Joey, he, 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 it was a fair criticism. Very so fair. I, I, I was trying to go. I was like putting a lot into that. Anyways, uh, this stuff, uh, hydroxychloroquine, it's been uh, used in the past to treat malaria and arthritis. And like I said, Elon Musk pointed that out about a week ago that it would work. Trump is now pushing that, too. And the FDA says maybe so. Hook uh, it to my veins, baby. Let's get it going. Well, it's going to be close. I mean, all these things have shown at least some uh, 
promise, so that's why they're being considered. The next one's called Rem Disvir. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Shout out Sam W on Twitter, who sent this, also Mark's brother-in-law. Originally, this was tested as an Ebola treatment. It works against SARS and MERS, which is another uh, related virus. To, Those to are this. coronaviruses, right, well, coronaviruses. So that makes sense. Yeah, and so uh, many good initial reports of success against COVID-19 in the testing of that one. So those are the top two, I'd say. Give me the, a give me a cocktail, baby. Give me co- hydrocloxy, chloroquine, and remdesivir. Yeah, what's, what, what's the high <laughs> level? Your, what's the high level thought on this thing? What, what like like these these are reasonable treatments that are coming soon. They're potential. Yeah, yeah. As as in, like so the, the the thought is is that because they're effective already and because they've been tried on other things that they're generally safe for humans and that they're probably going to work for coronavirus. So, coming soon, Pat. Yeah, coming very very soon. These would be available almost immediately. Good you know, on Trump, the women and men that are working on that. Good on you. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly, Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So the the it's really just the government trying to get this through and then getting it into the hands of people. After that is the supply chain. So um. Uh, another, another one is Fav. Oh gosh, oh my God, I don't know how to say Fav 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 why don't you just go with the thing in quotes? Yeah. Avigan. Yeah, mm-hmm. Avigan, Wes. Good, good idea. Avigan. The Japanese anti-flu drug developed by uh, Fujifilm, the people who make uh, photo... Fujifilm. <laughs> yeah, you know, the people who made uh, disposable cameras. Uh- <laughs> they tinker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this thing cuts the time that somebody is positive, like test positive, for um, coronavirus from 11 days to four days. So okay. Av- Avigan by Fujifilm. Useful. Is- is useful. I, I think the other two were like they seem to to seem to sound a little bit better than that. I don't know. Uh, and then the last one is HIV drug Coletra, which is being looked at, but it's got mixed results. Some people who took that got really sick. It seems like maybe an HIV drug would be a little bit of an overkill for this thing. But yeah, that'll get you cool. sick. That's like chemotherapy almost. Like, that's, yeah. that's scary, though, that they're they're thinking about trying that out. Yeah, yeah I want to co- I want to cocktail the first two. So. Yeah. I want to mix up the first two equal portions, put in a pill, shove it up my ass. Yeah, how's your incubation <laughs> period going, Mark? You, you're, you're feeling sick or no? It's good. Dr. Fauci said it takes a median of 5.2 days, and it's been four days, not quite four days since I got coughed on by that asshole <laughs> on the plane. So yeah. we'll see. 5.2 and 11 at the longest, basically. Yeah. So oh, uh, we'll know We'll know about like ne- this time next week if I'm still good, then I didn't get it. Yeah. Or it's I'm a- just super strong. Well, you'll have to get the cocktail of those first two that I'm not going to yep. try to pronounce again. Uh, and then on the vaccine front, uh, scientists at Kaiser Permanente, Washington State in Seattle, began the first stage of uh, potential COVID-19 vaccines by administering shots to volunteers on this Tuesday. It was 45 healthy volunteers aged 18 to 55, and they are going to receive two doses of the possible vaccine named mRNA-1273 one month apart from each other. And then the FDA head, Stephen Hahn, said it could take up to 12 months to get the vaccine ready, or at least 12 months, I think. You got a balls of fucking steel to sign up for any sort of coronavirus anything scientific uh, study. Like, even if they're like, no, 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 we're not going to give it to you. We're just going to give you the vaccine. You got a balls of steel to even go into that room. Right. Yeah, you're right, Pat. One thing that's nice about this one is it doesn't actually contain any of the original virus, unlike other vaccines. Um, this one for some reason was developed differently. I read an article about it, but, uh, it's yeah. So, but, but yes, still very, very, uh, brave of all of the 45 healthy volunteers because they're putting their life on the line. Very brave or very poor of them. Well, I mean, no, very, very brave. Brave. a lot you, of people you think that they're doing it out of desperation. 99% of so, people that do fucking medical experiments need yeah. money. Like that's why that's they yeah, said. I'm with you. I'm with you, Pat, but I wouldn't, I mean, there's gotta be a, a different layer of braveness that comes into it and uh, courage and like wanting to help people that comes into this drug. You're, yeah, you're right. You're right though. There are a lot of clinical trials that people just do, you know, for money and they're like, they constantly go back to them and they're like experts. They're like, Oh, mm-hmm. three day in house inpatient. Yeah. Sounds good. Right. Yeah. Well, anyways, in the meantime though, Everybody just lock down, turn up, stay home, wash your hands. So hopefully you don't need any of those treatments or vaccines. That All right, guys, I'm on route. zero batteries. Let's get it going real quick. Let's California, go. just as we're talking, ordered all 40 million people at 1030 p.m. to stay indoors, uh, ordered to all Whoa. Californians, uh, unless Lord. absolutely necessary. So there's going to be some shit going on in California. But last story, uh, let's end with a soft corner. It's like the purge. Uh, 
Last story of the week, we have a live power hour tonight. Uh, I'm going to do the Century Club, but I digress. You see, the chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Richard Burr, just mad Matt Mike Hughes, Hughes rocket launched himself into the soft corner. Sitting in the corner of the macho man Randy Savage is quite an honor. Apparently, Richard Burr got some privy information several weeks ago that the coronavirus, as some of us suspected, was an absolute monster of an epidemic. Mm. To the tune of he just sold $1.6 million in personal stock back in February. Uh, yeah, so naturally, with that information, you would think he warned people, right? Well, he did. It's just he only warned a small group of his favorite rich constituents at a clubhouse luncheon that the economy and social fabric uh, were about to crumble and that he himself withdrew over the million dollars in stock. So get ready for that, guys. Uh, This is a legend. Mark, what's his job? He's the Senate um, head head of the Senate Intelligence Committee. Oh, okay. Couldn't have done anything. This is allegedly that he did this. Uh, the, the, reportedly, he said, there's one thing that I can tell you about this. It is much more aggressive in its transmission than anything that we have seen in recent history. It's probably more akin to the 1918 uh, pandemic, which is referring to the Spanish flu. Probably something the public should have heard, not just the Tar Heel Circle, an expensive club that pays uh, to, in part, get access to Congress and has donated hundreds of thousands to his campaign. Burr is a senator for the Tar Heel State in North Carolina, uh, but more importantly, a United States senator, so telling the 1% of his own state not everyone is kind of a miss, huh? Uh, yeah. This was back in late February that he told this Tar Heel circle. Uh, not only is Burr the head of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Pat, but he also helped to write the Pandemic and All Hazards Preparedness Act, which okay. forms the framework for the federal response. So basically, like outside of maybe Dr. Fauci, the premier expert on who should be telling the public and when. Uh, what the fuck? What but like he, he didn't. This is what he told the public over a week later. He said... Um, what do you say that the U.S. is in a better position than any other country to respond to a public health threat like the coronavirus? That was more than a week after he told the Tar Heel rich uh, Tar Heel Circle people that he, this is basically the Spanish flu. Had he dumped his wow. stock by then? Fuck this oh, yeah. guy, man. Fuck yeah, he dumped guy. his stock back what? in mid-February. Fuck this. This guy. is the same same guy, Pat, that uh, was on the three side of a ninety-six to three vote back in two thousand twelve to pass the Stop Act or the Stop Trading on Congressional Knowledge Act. This was passed to stop <laughs> insider trading that had been taking place in Congress. And Burr Burr is one of three congressmen that voted against it. What the fuck, Dick Burr? You soft, evil bitch. Sleep tight in the soft corner. You're clearly going to get forced out of office soon. Yep. Go fuck yourself. And that's going to do it for hard factor this week i hope you all enjoyed the longer episodes that we started doing this week i think we'll be continuing them through next week i mean why not till the yeah. break of dawn right lockdown turn up lockdown, speaking turn of up. which lockdown turn up guys speaking of which tonight um i think at 8 p.m eastern around then check the socials and barstool blog for exact time we're going to be doing that live power hour uh with pft with uh guests big cat ria hank kate large marty mush maybe some others we're gonna have some fun while quarantine tonight so please join us play along in the happy hour if you have the stones and buy a shirt either way do it now or do it tonight when we make you when you're drunk. It's for a great cause. 100% of the proceeds go to Meals on Wheels, specifically for meals going to people that cannot go to the grocery store during the coronavirus COVID-19 outbreak. So unless you got some crazy plans tonight, we'll see you at 8 p.m. Eastern. Have a great fucking day. I'm in the first grade. I'm working really hard to get Mario late. I gotta save the princess so he can get the pussy. Believe me, Mario will get that ass. So fuck Luigi. Mario really wants to get her in bed. So bad that he's busting up bricks with his head. He just wants sex. So forget the wedding bells. Jumping on little mushroom men and turtle shells. Dropping down green pipes and secret passageways. Making his move to the the end where the final castle lays eat a magic mushroom grow a little higher eat a white flower and spit balls of fire all these creatures that attack won't cut mario slack oh shit hold on i'll be right back Gonna beat the game if it takes me all summer It's gotta be hard to get laid if you're a plumber That's why I'm gonna work extra hard for my man And get him to the end so we can stop using his hand Mario doesn't wanna get hit, he'll shrink The princess won't fuck a little kid, I think So stay grown and attend to your own And eventually the princess will attend to your bone Save the princess quick because she wants a dick And if you let her free, you... Get the pussy. Save 